Welcome back to the Road to Life podcast with McKay and Bennett. This yep. week we are talking about what, McKay? We're talking about resilience. Resilience. And I think it's really a story about someone. So we have a business and we have a VA mm-hmm. who helps us with with certain things. And we meet regularly and we have these conversations and I've always l- led the meetings off with whatever is going on in his life. Mm-hmm. And so he, he tells me about what's going on and some of the things that he's up to. And this past year, he's really been focused on bettering his life. And he lives in Pakistan. And he's really been focused on leaving Pakistan and going to a country that offers him more opportunities to live the dream that he sees for himself. And so he... He wants to come to Canada. He wants to go to Canada. You know, he's done some research in Canada's where he's ultimately decided that he wants to go. Have you told him how cold it is here right now? I've told him at times it can be cold. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And he's willing to fight through that. That resilience is that he's got a resilient spirit. And that's kind of why we're talking about it today. He has come up against so many Obstacles. obstacles in his pursuit of leaving Pakistan and going to Canada. I can't even imagine it. I'm privileged and I've, I was born in a country that allows me to have those certain freedoms Mm -hmm. that he just, he does not have, but he wants them and he's not willing to not have them in his life. He's, he's willing to work to figure out how he's going to get those. So he's got this big, hairy, audacious goal of moving halfway across the world. He's a young man, right? He's He's, in his early twenties. He's in his early twenties, 24, I think. So he's got this big, scary goal of moving halfway across the world to a country he's never been to with people he people doesn't, he know. doesn't know. He, but he knows that there's more for him in life and he wants it. He and sees a vision for himself here yes. and he's going to do everything he can. Yeah. So here. first thing is he has that dream. And then the second thing is he made a decision that he is going to try and figure out how he's going to live the life of his dreams. So he's... Got the plan, or sorry, got the dream. And the second is he's he's made the decision. And the third is he started to develop a plan of how he's going to make it happen. So he did all kinds of research to figure out, okay, how can, what are the ways in which I can get into Canada? You know, student work. If Mm -hmm. I work, how how does that work? Mm -hmm. Do I find someone, like someone has to sponsor me? Like what Mm -hmm. are all the, so he's done all kinds of research and he figured out all the different ways and he pinpointed the ones that would get him there fastest I think he's of the opinion that he he just wants to get to Canada and then he'll figure it out from there he'll, he'll figure out the Canadian slash American dream once he's mm-hmm. once he's on the, on the other side but for him it's just well, how do I get there and so he I think for him it was through education mm-hmm. through school so he's already got a degree now he wants to pursue a master's and in Canada. S- in Canada. So he's figuring out which universities offer the subjects that he wants to take. And he's, you know, but, but also the geography he wants to be in because he doesn't want to be in any, in you know, everywhere. Canada's a pretty he'll, big country. Yeah. yeah. And he'll, ex- he'll accept anything. Like, mm-hmm. I think he just wants to get to Canada. But if he can get to certain places, I think that would be his preference. So he's trying to figure it out. He's just doing all kinds of research. And he's mm-hmm. playing with all kinds of different variables and figuring it out. And it's, it's really cool to watch and listen to him talk about his mindset and what he's going through. And. You know, he, 
he had no money to figure out how, you know, you have to, when you go through this process of getting an education in Canada, you have to show the government that you have enough money, finances to be able to afford uh, to live here. Yes. Yeah, survive yeah. the the year or two or whatever it is mm-hmm. that you're going to be in the country. So you have to be able to show those funds. And so Canada has a, a li- like, am- amount of money that they say you have to have this amount to apply. To yeah. And I don't know what student. it is, but let's say, let's just for argument's sake, it's $10,000 because I know it is in that general vicinity. It's right. up there. But let's say it's $10,000. Well, Tamur didn't have $10,000, but he was so committed to figuring this out that he went and got very resourceful. He got very resourceful and he talked to people and figured out how he was going to come up. And he came up with $10,000. He figured it out through, you know, finding someone who's going to loan him money, mm-hmm. selling stuff that he owned. Mm-hmm. He, he cobbled together the amount that he needed to show the government that he was going to. And so then there's a bunch of other steps. But you like, to, how exciting was that? Oh, we celebrated. He was so pumped. I remember the day he told me. He was so pumped. I can I can still remember that day. Like he, you could you could almost hear his smile yeah. through the phone. Like he, he was, was so pumped, so pumped because it was a huge milestone for mm-hmm. him. And he knew he had a bunch of other steps he still had to do. Mm-hmm. You have to, like you have to get a, accepted by a university, and then you have to get approved by the government, and then you have to. And that's a straightforward fi- process. Yeah, probably. right. <laughs> and he's, yeah, and he's talking about his friends are still waiting nine, ten months for that approval, and it's just it's. It's it's not easy, mm-hmm. and but that but this was the first domino, the first major domino, mm-hmm. and he was so pumped. And then a month, maybe a month Boom. later, obstacle, the, the, yeah, an obstacle popped up, and uh, in addition to the ones he was already trying to work through, mm-hmm. new obstacle, a new obstacle, and the Canadian government doubled the amount that you actually need to show mm-hmm. to to come to Canada and stay in, in the country for for school. And so when he found that out. Mm-hmm. I remember the next call after that that we had, and he was he was pretty bummed. You could feel his you, bummed you energy. You could feel the energy that from the you know month prior when he got the news that he had found the money, to now I got to do it again. Mm-hmm. He was bummed, but he didn't wallow in it. It's mm-hmm. the cool thing. Like, and that's the, I. There's so many lessons in this for every, just going through life. I feel mm-hmm. like you're gonna get kicked in the butt. You're gonna get your life is gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> And I think, you know, in those moments, it's okay to feel it. Yeah. Okay. That hurt. And to take a second and and wipe the blood from your nose or your lip or whatever. But then you got to keep going. You can't just give up. You can't Mm -hmm. just cower in the corner and give up. Never want to get hit again. Yeah. You have to get up and get back and and keep fighting. Mm -hmm. And so So he he did that. He felt it. Yeah. He felt it. He was bummed for a little bit. But he didn't he, give up. He's still committed, and he and then he hasn't quite figured out the rest of that yet. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't given up. He's talking like he's already. He's always saying when, not if. Mm-hmm. He's in Canada, and I I use the same language. We we both say when, not if. He's going to be in Canada. Mm-hmm. Like it's a done deal. Like it's mm-hmm. going to happen. It's just a matter of time when, and we don't know the how. Mm-hmm. But but it's going to happen. And so that was a that was a key lesson that has shown through and tomorrow he's such a young guy but he's he's so resilient he's got this mindset of he's he's going to make this happen and mm-hmm. it's really cool to watch and the other thing that that came up was you know as part of this he he has a job that he works mm-hmm. in pakistan it's because we they, didn't hire him directly no through a company right yeah and he works like a night shift because where he is in the country and uh, his clients are in a different time zone. So he has to work overnight and it's impacting his health. And 
his sleep patterns and like mm-hmm. it's just it, he doesn't feel as though he's he's his best self mm-hmm. through all this and so as part of this process of getting to Canada and figuring out his future he also wants to better himself and get his health in order and get his sleep and mm-hmm. and become a better version of him so that he can now attack these obstacles mm-hmm. as his best most refreshed self isn't it cool to see someone like prioritize themselves and their health in order to live the best version of their life totally cool to watch it in action yeah and so he's made that decision that he's gonna gonna leave and but he but the thing is is he the the employer he works for is actually one of his friends he's it's a buddy of his he started a company and and he hired Tamora and you know Tamora's a he's a very important piece of the 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 workforce there like Mm -hmm. he's he's got a good role and like he's he's a dedicated employee he's a hard worker and he's someone that means something to that company so his boss doesn't want to see him go So his boss is a little bummed that mm-hmm. he's leaving and unfortunately he's not taking the news well that Tamor is leaving and you know there's some there's some issues there that Tamor is now dealing with there that highlights that you know and and it's funny because we talked about this Tamor he's 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 wise he's mm-hmm. you know he's like well if he's really my friend then he'll be happy for me Mm-hmm. And he said, you're right. And everyone processes things a little bit differently. And when he first heard the news, maybe he was a little bit more hurt that Tumor was leaving him or he was bummed that he was losing such a great mm-hmm. worker or whatever. But at some point, you'd like to see him say, you know what, that was my gut mm-hmm. f- first reaction. And um, I'm past that now. Tamor, congratulations. I'm super happy for you. I love to see that you're you're living your dream. You're going for it. You're pursuing it. And you're living your best life. Hasn't gotten to that point yet. but mm-hmm. and, and I hope it does. But It know, just kind of highlights that the people you expect to cheer for you on this journey sometimes, sometimes aren't they don't. your cheerleaders. Yeah, it's unfortunate that just sometimes it's it's the people that you think are going to cheer for you don't. And And it's highlighted in that story that... It's got nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with Tamor, why his boss is is upset. Yeah. Like it's it's his boss's stuff that he's got to work through. And yeah. when someone that you expect to cheer for you on this journey, whether you're going through something like Tamor is to become the best version of you, you're going on a personal growth journey, or you're trying to fix your relationship, or you're setting a big scary goal, sometimes the people you expect to be your biggest cheerleaders aren't aren't and they're the doomsday like the naysayers the sky is falling yeah and And, it hurts and sometimes it's coming from a really good place they don't want to see you get hurt they're trying to reset your expectations they they, you know there's a lot there's a lot of that sometimes it's a sort of a subconscious i haven't been able to achieve my dreams so you won't be able to achieve yours and so i don't want you to set yourself up for failure there's there's a lot of that some cases it's a scarcity thing like oh Mm -hmm. i'm gonna lose you know a a good worker and i how am I going to replace you in my business and mm-hmm. uh, how this is impacting me? And there's some of that sometimes. Yeah, and I actually remember that from our corporate experience. Like I, I remember talking to a mentor of mine about leaders who, you know, when you're a really good high-performing employee, sometimes you run into leaders who don't want you to go. They don't want to see you, you know, Yeah, and they're rise. not good leaders. Exactly. Yeah. They yeah. don't want to see you rise yeah. up to the next position because then they're going to lose you on that team where yeah. a really good leader to, the, to their team's detriment, wants to see you take off and go places. A good mentor, a good leader, a good friend, a good... Those are the people you want in your corner, the people that are going to bring you along and, and mm-hmm. mentor you, but also know that... And and plan for mm-hmm. and help you move mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Like, 
open the cage door for you and let you go. go. I want to, I want to bring you along so that you now fly and go and soar and do the thing that you want to do more than anything. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's kind of a bummer when the people that you expect to cheer for you aren't in the front row clapping when you're trying to do something. But there are people out there that will. That's the key is you have to find those people, find that community, find the people that are going to cheer for you, that will celebrate your wins and hold those people close. So when Tamor started this, when he first had the seed of this dream, yeah. I'm sure he didn't expect well, some when, random dude from Canada to be one no, of his biggest cheerleaders. No, I'm sure that if he had put me and his boss and in, in mm-hmm. looked at both of us, which one of us would have supported him and which one of us wouldn't have mm-hmm. cared either way. I th- I think it probably would have yeah. went the other way for him. So you don't always know who's going to be no. the person cheering for you and clapping when you win, but when you you're going to find them. Yeah. You're going to find them. You got you've got two right here, but you're going to find them along your journey and when yeah. you do, hold on to them. Yeah. Because not everyone claps when you win and you want to keep people around you who clap when you win, who when you share your goals and dreams with them. Big, audacious, hairy-ass goals. That they give you a freaking high five and tell yeah. you, let me know how I can help. Not like, are you sure? I don't think that's a good idea. Hell yeah, you're doing that. That's exactly. awesome. Go so for it. How keep, can I help you? Keep those people around you because, like you said, not not everyone gets the privilege of hearing your goals. No, not everyone's earned that privilege. That's right. Not everyone has earned the right to hear about your dreams. Because let's think about that. Your dreams are this, they're, they're such a valuable, like, Vulnerable. when you share that with someone, that is a huge privilege mm-hmm. that you're bestowing on that person. Mm-hmm. And if they shit on it. Mm-hmm. Then that's you know like, not to share it with them again. That, that's a huge red flag, right? Mm-hmm. That's like, okay, I see. So I'm not going to share that with you. You haven't earned the right to hear about my dreams mm-hmm. because that's a really valuable, vulnerable thing that I just shared with you and mm-hmm. you kind of just shit on it. And mm-hmm. so I'm I'm weary of that next time. Mm-hmm. So I'm, you're over here and I'm going to share that with other people who are willing to, to cheer me on and elevate me and get me going in the right direction. Yes. So, so when you find those people, hang on to hang them. Hang on to them. Yeah. So I think those were a couple big lessons. Tamor is still on this journey. And I'm super stoked for him because it's it's early 2024 and we're committed to figuring out how we're going to get him here. I'm I'm looking forward to the day when I can like shake his hand in person mm-hmm. and take him over lunch. Yeah. And yeah, give him a hug. And so that'll be a cool day. And I know that's coming, but he's still got some, we, I'm helping him, but he's, he's still got some obstacles he's got to work through to figure out. And, and it's his journey. He's got most of the heavy lifting to do. It's He's got someone standing beside him cheering for him. I'm definitely cheering for him. I'm rooting for him hard, and I know that he's going to do it. It's just exciting to watch. So, yeah, find those people who are in your corner and know that when you get kicked in the in the stomach or in the face, punched in the face, that that's really the universe just testing you how bad you want your dream. Mm-hmm. So push through that. Get up, wipe blood off, keep moving forward, and hang close to those people that are cheering you on. So those are the two, I would say, big, big lessons. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's going to be plenty more that come up over the next mm-hmm. little while for tomorrow. I actually can't wait for tomorrow to get here. Maybe we can have him on the podcast. Yeah, right? we'll for sure have him on and he can explain and describe his journey because it's an interesting one for sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's it for this one. As always, if you got any value, anything you can do to like, share, Post review, review, yeah, anything mm-hmm. help with the algorithm. That's that's always appreciated. So, anyways, thanks everyone, and we will talk to you next week. Talk to you next time. Road of life, yes, you are.